Hello everyone, it's Sunday night, October 21st, 2018, and here we are with notes with, from John. With the babble from Bon. And hope everybody's doing well, and um, today before we start uh, our podcast, which is going to be primarily a podcast from Bonnie, uh, I'd just like to give a shout out to one of my sons-in-law, Blake Cyphers. And the reason for that is because Blake and his wife Becky and their kids went down to St. George um, oh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, we had to get a new um, microwave. microwave oven because our old one had gone out in this little uh, place that we have down in St. George where they were staying. And to Blake's great credit, he took several hours and... Um, we took the old microwave out. It's an uh, an overhead microwave. Put the new one in, and uh, just did a, a beautiful job with it. And I just really uh, truly appreciated his kindness in doing that, and for the time it took away from him being able to do some things with his kids, which I feel a little bad about. But thank you, Blake. We appreciate um, your taking care of that for us. We do have amazing sons-in-law. They're always willing to help us out, and we love them and are so grateful for all they do to support and help us when we need help. Beep, 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 beep. Your car goes beep, beep, beep. Well, does it sound like we're going to talk about cars tonight? We have some exciting news with our two grandsons who are starting to drive, Bo and Jake. Our, new, our teenagers, our oldest ones, are starting to drive, and we were all just a little bit worried about that. So tonight, I wanted to just give a little life lesson about driving cars. Now, I grew up in a family of 10 children with one car, so we all had to take turns driving. And I was a little thing, so I didn't get to drive the car very much, and when I did drive it, I had to kind of sit on a pillow and I looked, actually, I looked quite ridiculous because I looked like this little girl on her big station wagon. That's what we had. But I was so happy when I had the privilege to drive. But I did want to help our teenagers and any of our, and the rest of our grandchildren who will be driving in some tips that I learned over the years. Now, my first crash was in the garage. Can you believe it? I was backing out the car so carefully. It was a giant station wagon to fit all of us in there. And my brother, who was on the passenger side, I was trying to get out this little skinny drive garage. And I was driving or backing up so carefully. And I was too close to the side. And he said, look out, Bonnie, you're going to hit the side of the, the garage. Well, I didn't really hit it, but he scared me so much that I did hit it. So don't scare people when they're driving. That doesn't help. So I did have a dent in the car, a little tiny dent, and I was petrified. I drove up to where my boyfriend was working, and I said to him, Do you think my parents will see this dent in the car? And he just looked at me like I was crazy and said, Well, what do you think? <laughs> you can see it, and I, I was afraid to tell my dad. I didn't want him to know that it was me. But after I got home, he obviously could see it, and I told him how sorry I was and that I, 
and the situation and how it happened, but I didn't try to blame it on anyone, even though I wanted to blame it on Scott. There were no excuses. I, It was my fault, and I fessed up to it. So that was a good lesson for me, and he was great because he said, well, I'm glad you weren't hurt. Cars can be fixed, but people have a harder time being fixed. Another thing that I um, learned about when I was a teenager and when people were taking me places, they would come and pick me up at our home. And in college, they would pick me up to take me to my classes. They were so kind to pick me up because I didn't always have a car. Sometimes I had to take a taxi to get up to a final that I was taking because there was no way to get there. But my friends would take me in their car and pick me up, which I was ever so grateful for. But I've always felt bad that I never offered to help pay for their gas. I don't know if I just didn't know I, I should have done that. But over the years, I thought, oh my goodness, I should have offered to pay for their gas because here they were doing this kind deed to pick me up. So I hope that when any of my grandchildren are picked up by their friends continually or when someone's driving them somewhere on a trip or whatever, that they help to offer to pay for their gas. All right, now there is another time when I got my first ticket and... I was driving down the hill, a fast hill, and Becky, our youngest, was in the car. I was driving down this fast hill, and I should have tried to slow down a little bit more, but I wasn't thinking, and if you're not thinking and paying attention of looking at the speedometer, you can start to go fast, even on straight roads. But this was a hill, so I was going faster, and sure enough, a policeman was waiting inside one of the streets and pulled out and came right after me with his lights flashing. Becky was so embarrassed. She hit the the bottom where the car mats were and hid from the officer because she didn't want to look at him. But the officer was pretty pretty great because he he did give me a ticket, but he said I should go slower and, and pay attention to the speedometer. Now, another... Uh, story was when I started dating Grandpa, your dad, in his beloved Firebird. He had a 69 green Firebird that was his pride and joy. It was everything. To me, it was a nice car, great, but I was never into these amazing, beautiful cars. I was just so grateful. I just wanted to have a car. I just wanted a reliable car that would get me from place to place. But this Firebird did not like me. Every time I drove in it, it seemed that I would break something, whether it was the the seat of the car would fall backwards, the turn signal I broke off. I was driving with milk in the car one day, and I turned the corner, and the milk went flying. Of course, Grandpa said, well, how fast were you going, and how fast did you take that corner? I didn't think I was going that fast, but I guess the milk cartons did because they flew into the bottom of the car again and broke and we had milk slushing back and forth and for a long time that car smelled like spoiled milk because it dried in the heat baked that milk into the carpet and it was not a pretty smell or a pretty sight so keep your car clean as well and be careful when you have groceries or other things in the car that might spill and ruin your carpet. My second crash that I know of 
was when, that I remember anyway, was when I was taking children to the Fun Dome. I turned the corner and I was trying to park our gigantic van that we had to hold all of us. This is when I was married with children and I was going there to pick them up and I, I didn't completely give myself enough room with both cars on the side and I hit the side of the this car, the tail light, and smashed it. And I thought I, I was so worried. I thought, oh my gosh, look what I've done. And I thought to myself, I could just leave and no one would ever know it was me. But I knew that that wasn't the right thing to do. So I wrote my name and my telephone number and put it on their, their windshield and said, I'm so sorry that I crashed into your car. Please give me a call and we can talk about the insurance. So who did I get a call from but Joe Tarver, who was a policeman relative. He married my niece. And so I get this phone call, and Officer Tarver says, Is this the Bonnie Jepson that I know? And I said, Well, who is this? And he said, This is Joe Tarver. And I said, Oh, Joe. And he said, I'm calling about a little accident that you had at the Fun Dome. And I, I thought, Oh, my gosh. Of course, he had to be the officer in charge. So I told him what had happened, and he said, well, you know what? I told these people that how honest you were, that not very many people do this, but you were just so lucky that she would give her phone number to you to help pay the, the, for the damages and help, and, and help in the situation. I just felt that was my obligation because if it happened to me, I would want the same person to call me so that I could get it fixed and not be out too much money. And so with both of our insurances, it worked out pretty well. Even though I was still not happy about it. And it was a brand new car that I hit, which didn't help either. But I was always grateful that I was honest and did what I knew was right to do. All right, another thing that I wanted to just tell you about was Josh. Josh, the Jepson uh, children's dad, our firstborn, he was so excited to get his license that he wanted to go on his birthday. Bless his heart, he'd prepared, he was ready. But he was so nervous to get his driver's license that he didn't pass. He missed one turn and they didn't pass him. And it ruined his birthday. So may I suggest, do not go get your driver's license on your birthday just in case. We also let the... Our seniors, when they were seniors, have a car. It wasn't a really nice car. It was just a car that we'd had. It was kind of beat up, but it's okay. They were so grateful, and we never heard any real complaints. We let Joshua use the Firebird, the green Firebird. And it was great because Olympus High, uh, their school colors were green and white. So he would dress this car up just perfectly to go to Olympus. And he had a lot of fun in that car. But then, one day, I got a call from my husband and said, Oh, my word, the, my car, my car, the Firebird had been run into. This big, huge truck had hit the side of it. It was a good thing that I, had, I was supposed to have gone with him that day. I decided to stay home and get some things done, and I could have been seriously hurt. Somebody pulled out of a driveway. The cars had stopped to let him pass, 
but it was a dangerous place to stop and try to be a good Samaritan and let this car pull out, this truck. And Grandpa didn't see it, and he just kept driving where he was supposed to, and this huge truck came up on top of it and totaled the Firebird. So he was very, very sad, and we were all very happy that it wasn't us because he was like in mourning for this Firebird car. It was his baby. So after that, we had this old beat-up truck that we let Emily and uh, Becky, no, Emily and Melissa drive. And it was so ugly, they called it the beast. The girls are girls, of course. I'm not prejudiced, but I think they're beautiful. And so they were called Beauty and the Beast because it was such an ugly truck. But it was fun because we could put decals all over it. We would spray it with the rust spots. We'd spray paint it. We just had a lot of fun with that truck. And the boys at school would hotwire it and take off in it. And Emily would see the truck pass the school, and she would have no idea who was driving it. That was just kind of a legend at Olympus was the truck. However, our girls were not great in checking the oil. And even though their dad, Grandpa, would tell them to remember to check the oil, they would forget. And so one day the truck just died. It was just out of oil. So Emily helped burn up that engine, but she said it was such a terrible truck. It was a piece of junk. How was I to know that it was leaking oil all the time? And at one time there was fire coming out of the bottom of the truck when Grandpa and I were driving, so you knew it was a piece of junk, which it was, but it was a memory that we'll always remember. And Julie, we had a little tiny car for her. She, too, forgot to check the oil. And we had to go rescue her on the freeway. So now just a reminder to always check your oil. When the kids were participating in this little program of having a car their senior year, we told them that we would help pay for their gas if they had good grades, or we would pay for their insurance. They would have to pay for their gas. We would help them, but if they kept their grades up, then we would provide this car, and we would pay for their insurance. And so they had a car when they were in high school, their senior year, and through college. And then some of them would buy their car, their cars after a year or two of college then, Grandpa would have them buy their own car so they would have the opportunity to learn how to have a car payment and how to take care of their own car. And we also believed that we weren't just going to hand over a car just because they were 16 and have a big beautiful ribbon around it. I mean, that sounds awesome, doesn't it, to come out in your driveway and see this beautiful new car with a ribbon on it. But to me, I wanted them to also have part in taking care of the car and to help pay for the car to help teach them what to do to t to the responsibility of having a car. And that's what's so great is that each of them do take care of their cars and I'm so grateful that they do. But I know sometimes it's a struggle when they have children. You grandkids sometimes have a hard time keeping cars clean. You just drop everything on the ground and then cars become a disaster. And I know that because I had the same thing. Cars were kind of at the bottom of my totem pole. 
Everything else would get taken care of and the cars were at the bottom. But Grandpa has always been so great to keep the tires good for me to drive in. We tried to keep the cars clean and um, we would have them checked every year. Registration up to date. And it always proved to be so amazing because I always had a car to drive 99% of the time. So I wrote this little song for our missionaries that were in New Jersey about traffic and cars and how to be safe. So I've changed the words a little bit to fit our grandchildren. So when they have an opportunity to drive, they can listen to this little song and hope they think that Grandpa and Bon Bon are very concerned and we pray for them when they're out on the road so that they will be safe and not show off, not think that cars are everything in the world, that it's just a means to get you someplace and to help you um, move from place to place and make your life a little easier. So here we go. When our grandkids are old enough and can begin to drive We want to share a few tips now to keep them all alive We want you to be safe, you know, remember what we said Wear your seatbelt, stay awake, cause you might end up dead Beep, 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 beep Your car goes beep, 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 beep Driving the streets in Utah can be scary, also fun. Make sure you have your visor down when driving in the sun. Driving is amazing, but the roads, they can be bad. Slow drivers and traffic jams can really make you mad. Beep, 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 beep. Your car goes beep, beep, beep. Follow the road signs and beware to never ever speed. Please slow down our dear young ones, this is what we plead. Some drivers can be crazy, this we can attest. But we want you to be alive, not buried with the rest. Beep 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 beep. Your car goes beep beep beep. Driving can be so tricky when you are in the snow. Pump those brakes, the car slides, something you should know. The roads can be so icy, be full of ruts and holes. We want to protect you, save your body and your soul. Beep, 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 beep. Your car goes beep, beep, beep. When you are driving with your friends, you need to be alert. Cause when the opposite sex is there, your friends will want to flirt. Don't show off, be cautious. Follow all the rules. You will get them back home safe. That is very cool. Beep, 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 beep. Your car goes beep, beep, beep. Driving a car is great. It helps to get from place to place. Vacuum clean and wash your car, you'll have a happy face. Check the oil and the tires, keep the pressure right. We know you will be a good driver, you'll be out of sight. Beep 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 beep. beep. Your car goes beep beep beep.
That's it from Notes with John. With a babble from Bon. Or as others might say, that's Notes from John. With a babble from Bon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>